Hey everyone, it's Tony. And David. And we are Two Dudes Dudes Talking talking Disney. So this is a little uh, news and rumor roundup for you about stuff that's been going on recently uh, Disney-related, and we're going to lead it off with Dave. All right, so uh, we're going to start with uh, the... I, I had a, I had a, uh, the, the, bantha, the, the bantha in the room. Okay, there it is. The right. bantha in the room. Uh, Galaxy's Edge is open, and uh, in Disneyland, yeah, in Disneyland, and amazingly, uh, two dudes talking Disney was not on the guest list. Yeah, we uh, no press credentials for us. No, no special previews. Uh, we didn't even get a rejection letter. Correct. That's, that's how, how that's bad how, things were. <laughs> that's where we rate. But I do want to start off because we were able to bring you opening day coverage. Uh, thanks to our West Coast correspondent. Uh, correspondent, Wes. So, Wes, uh, from Tony and David, we want to take a minute and thank you for sending us all the pictures, making us extremely jealous uh, that you were there and we were not. All right. We will we will raise a glass of blue milk in your honor. Yes. And, uh, and thank you for the care package that you sent my way. So, uh, thank you, Wes. West Coast correspondent for Two Dudes Talking Disney. Uh, that and a couple dollars will get you a, a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Right. So uh, Galaxy's Edge is open. Uh, the The opening was uh, last week in, in Disneyland. Like we said, just Disneyland. Disney World is not until August. With a very prolific, uh, somewhat tipsy uh, appearance by some Star Wars folks. Yes, it was. Uh, they. I was shocked that they brought out Harrison Ford. I mean, uh, you know, I I said right off the bat, George Lucas has to be there. Um, you know, but it looked like he didn't want to be there. But he—that's him, though. He's—he's, he's, you know, aloof. Yeah, like that's always him. If you ever watch any interviews, that's that's, you know, classic Lucas, if you will. Uh, my initial reaction was, okay, they brought out Lucas. Who's next? Then they announced Billy D. Williams, which I didn't realize he's almost eighty-five years old. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was that old. But I said, wow, Billy D. Williams and George Lucas—they must have been like, we have like one point five million dollars to spend to get for appearances. George Lucas costs like one point four nine nine nine. Who do we have left? Like Billy D. Williams. Um, but Billy D. Williams, as we know, Lando's coming back in the next movie, so I thought it was a, a good you know way to bring him back. Um, I did know that Mark Hamill would be there because his son was posting on Instagram from uh, inside the preview and talking about how there's going to be a big night. So I said, well, obviously Mark Hamill's going to be there, but I don't think any of uh, us expected. I'm that. more worried that you're following Mark Hamill's son. Yeah, yeah, you got to follow. It's 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 called reporting tone. It's investigative reporting. Good it's what job, we do David. here at Two Dudes Talking Disney. Um, we stalk people on Instagram. <laughs> By the way, Two Dudes Talking Disney is on Instagram. You could like us at Two Dudes Talking Disney. Uh, it's the number Two Dudes Talking Disney on Instagram, and we have hit. 900 followers on really? Facebook. Yes. Uh, wow. And our 900th follower was Texas Janet. So, uh, Texas Janet, thank you for being our 900th follower. Uh, but anyways, back to Galaxy's Edge. They, uh, they they did. They brought out Harrison Ford. And that was... Uh, I thought the opening was great. I liked the Peter Mayhew tribute. Even, even though it was not well-timed. Yes. That, uh, but that's still... Uh, you know, I, I thought it funny that none of the current Star Wars actors uh, were there. Uh, although... You know, uh, Black Spire, uh, the planet of Batu, uh, is supposed to have been around from the times of Han Solo. Correct. Uh, David, uh, David is more closely reading the five issue limited miniseries, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge comic book that is out. Which is awesome. I have it. I haven't read it yet. Uh, I have a lot more spare time. <laughs> uh, there are two issues in, uh, so far, and it's, uh, uh, it's the history of Black Spire Correct. and the Outpost and Galaxy's Edge. Um, but this planet is supposed to have been around for a while. Um, and there actually is a First Order section yes. 
Uh, so first order is the current generation of, of Star Wars. So where was Ray? Where I have was a theory about this that they're going to be in uh, Orlando? They're going to do the Orlando one. Mm-hmm. That's my theory. Is that they, they said okay, you know what? We'll put the original over here, and the new guy, you know, the, the new guys. Over and here. since they have an extra two hundred dollars, correct? And Billy D is in uh, Episode Nine. They can bring they can him bring back, back because there's a tie-in. Yeah, so yeah. the extra two hundred bucks for Billy D will go. We'll go a long pretty way. far. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, you know, it's open right now. As you know, it's open, and I want to say it's it's funny because it's half open. You know, the they opened it early. With Rise of uh, Resistance still slated to open later in the year, and um, with no date, with no date, you know, right now Smuggler's Run, which is the Millennium Falcon ride, is open. Um, I've read that one of the uh, the Disney people we follow, because like we said, we got to steal our news from somebody. They actually crashed the ship in the in the ride, and when they got off, the exit path was destroyed. So like the the electrical panels were sparking, the alarms were blaring. Which the that's, earlier that's time cool. they wrote it, they they successfully passed the mission, and that did not happen. So they say it is that cool. Uh, as you've seen, you know, uh, the build your own lightsaber, the droid factory are all open and operating. Uh, the the cantina is open and operating. Uh, anywhere you can buy merchandise is, is, is open. open. So so right now the the land is open. Um, one thing that didn't surprise me that seems to have surprised everybody is that there's no crowd in Disneyland right now. They said the park is re- relatively empty and and. The reason is what they did with the, for those of you who haven't followed, it's a reservation-only system. And the reservations were uh, first offered to resort guests staying on property. And, you know, Disneyland only has about 3,000 hotel rooms, so it's not. Right. That, it's manageable. But uh, everyone expected Friday opening day to be like the opening day of Disneyland. It was going to be horribly crowded. And really nobody was there. And it's because you can't get in if you don't have a reservation, right. so there's no point in coming. I think what's going to be interesting is... At the end of the month, when it's first come, first serve, to see what the crowds are like. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's very funny now. If you look at pictures, it kind of looks like, you know, what you see in the commercial of, you know, like four people right, wandering walking. around the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and, you know, I'm expecting like this uh, this crush of people, like it's midnight mass, uh, you know, Easter Sunday mass at the Vatican where Correct. everybody's like, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow, and there's, uh, you know, crowd control fences around. And that's really what I want to see. Um, and that's what I expect it'll be, uh, especially when things open up in Florida, because Correct. they can't do the same reservation system in Florida because you're looking at 30,000 rooms uh, versus, you know, 3,000 rooms. Correct. So it's a, a, a lot different story in, in Florida. Um, still cool to see it open. Yes. Um, I would go in a minute. If Katie gave me permission, I, right? would, I would jump in a car. I'd drive if I had to. It'd be a lot faster to fly. It would be, but, if, you know. Cheaper, probably. Cheaper, probably. Yeah. Faster, cheaper. Yeah. But um, I'm not known for my rational decision. Although, you know, personally, I do not want to go until it's open fully. Correct. And, and I, I think what Disney did, and, you know, once again, this is, uh, you know, marketing genius on their part. Uh, they opened it early, which, you know, when do you ever hear of anything opening early? With the caveat that, oh, you know, one ride's not done. Now, now you got to come back. Rise of the Resistance is supposed to be amazing. Yes. So you're going to get this crush of people that want to go. Disneyland hotels are booked to capacity because people want the exclusive access through the reservation system. In another, let's say, six months when they open uh, Rise of the Resistance those same people, you know, or a, a good majority of them are going to want to go back to ride that ride. Correct. So now you've got an opening all over again oh, without right. the pomp circumstance. Uh, 
you know, so you can look at Disney and say, well, why would you open something that's not half done that's ridiculous? Or why would you open something that's not half done that's genius? Right. Um, I just think that it's like Disney, like most Disney stuff these days, it's it's a money grab for them. It's going to be a, a way to get additional revenue. Um, I am amazed that Smuggler's Run has not been down. You know, there have been no reports of the ride no, being down. No, actually not yet. No, I haven't heard of any. Uh, when Flights of Passage opened up, you know, every couple of hours you'd see you heard reports it, right. about, oh, it's down. It's down for an hour. It was down in the evening. Um, you haven't had that. And... From what I've been hearing, uh, Smuggler's Run is possibly, from a computer standpoint, uh, the most intensive uh, ride ever with the amount of processing power that's being utilized. So, I, I, I actually read that the ride is set for the time of day. Mm-hmm. So if you ride it during the day, the, the ride takes place during the day. If you ride it at night, it takes place at night. What about dusk? I, yeah, like it, it's set for the time of day. That's that's cool. Yeah. So, um, so the planet Batu has the same type of uh, solar calendar. Correct. And it's a twenty-four hour day. Yep. That that Earth. It's has, very convenient. Which is, which is convenient. Yeah. Convenient. Convenient writing. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Star Wars Land. Yeah, I uh, can't wait. Like, like, uh, Star Wars Land. Star that's Wars what, and that's the funny is we everybody calls it Star Wars Land. It's like they they should just change the name. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> I was talking to somebody about it yesterday, and they said, "Oh, is that a, is that a fifth park?" Right. It's like how can how can you be that much in the dark? Um, uh, it would be cool if it was a fifth park, but it's not. Right. Uh, you know, um, two hundred dollar lightsabers. I'm in. Hundred and fifty dollar droids. I'm in. Uh, special Coke bottles. I'm in. <laughs> uh, it's going to be expensive. Yeah, I got to go there without Katie first. Right. Right. You know. and, she anything? No. And, nope. your, and your special credit card. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and, and my slush fund, you know. Uh, but uh, So that's the Galaxy's Edge news. You know, it's open. Uh, check it out. Let us know if you've been there. Let us know if you, what your thoughts are. A um, couple of quick things. We're going to go creepy now, Tone. Let's, uh, perhaps the most scary character interaction Disney has ever done ahead of Toy Story 4. Right, is uh, there is a new Bo Peep uh, photo opportunity in... Uh, uh, in the parks and looks like Bo Peep, uh, you know, a five foot tall Bo Peep, but, um, it's a, it's not a face character. It's a, it's a masked character. It's a, it's a person in a mask. It's a, yeah. So like, and it, I mean, it looks like Bo Peep, correct? but it's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, like it's the kind of Bo Peep that murders, you know, a family in the middle of the night. Like it's, it's the clown from it. And then Bo Peep, Correct. in terms of creepiness. Correct. Uh, it, it, I mean, I mean, I think if Chucky saw Bo Peep, he might he'd, even, he'd run. He might even turn in the Toy Story. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that's out there. That's a new uh, new character action. But again, Bo Peep has a prominent role in the upcoming Toy Story Four. So she does. They're, she does. they're just you know putting it out ahead of the attraction. Uh, what's next on our list, Tone? Uh, there is a new restaurant open Ooh, yes. in, or, or going to be open in Japan, and the Epcot I'm, Pavilion. I'm going to let you pronounce it. <laughs> that would be uh, Takumi Te. Takumi Te. It's a steakhouse, which is literally straight up my, my alley there. Right, and it is going to be uh, a signature dining. Uh, there will be a dress code. Now, I have a question. Maybe you can help me. Yes. I was reading about this. They said this is the second restaurant in Epcot to have a dress code. Yes. Okay. What is the other one? Monsieur Paul in the French Pavilion. In the French Pavilion. Okay. Yes. I was. I was. Yeah. 
Obviously, I've never eaten there. And Monsieur Paul is on the second floor above Chefs de France in uh, correct in the France French Pavilion. Should be Chef Remy's. Is that true? No, but I wish oh. every day. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, so they're uh, they're actually going to have a dress code uh, in order to preserve the atmosphere of this dining experience. Guests are asked to adhere to the dress code. Uh, the dressier attire, uh, the more dressy attire, the better. Um, but you know, no cutoffs, uh, no shorts, no flip flops, which is kind of tough because right. you're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of times when I'm on vacation, I'm not, I'm not bringing a, a blazer with me. Uh, you know, I like to, I like to go fully casual. I don't, uh, I don't want to wear cargo shorts and a blue blazer. Right, and it's it's rough because if um, if you look at like you know the, the way that you vacation you know you're gonna have to go back to your room and change or go into the park you know it, it takes a little bit more planning it's a little bit of an annoyance but it is nice to, to I actually kind of like it it's nice to have a couple places that you can go to that you know you know are gonna be a little bit more on the uppity up right and uh, the details on this restaurant um, it, it will not be accepting the Disney dining plan right. at least not for the foreseeable future um, it's going to be a five room restaurant. Uh, and each room is inspired by a natural element, water, wood, earth, stone, or washi paper. Um, it's going to be the beauty of Japan in both art and cuisine. So it's a multi-course uh, uh, restaurant. So, um, you know, it's just supposed to reflect the na- balance of nature and Japanese art. Uh, Takumite translates to house of the artisan. So expect some really... You know, fancy dishes that uh, that are going to look very yeah. appetizing. You're going to get like a six ounce steak, and after you get out of there, you're going to have to go, you know, over to China to get orange chicken to fill yourself up. <laughs> but looking forward to it. I will yeah, definitely, you know, definitely throw, it, I, throw I, it on the menu. I enjoy, Another great restaurant for Amelia to trash. I <laughs> I enjoy dining in Japan. Uh, you know, huge fan of Teppanito. Uh, never sat on the other side of the restaurant for for Tokyo dining. My I, my favorite place to eat in Epcot, and I don't even know the name of it, is the quick service in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't, you know, you go up the little path by the right. ponds. I that is, and that favorite. is such a, I want to say like little visited thing, yes. but it's so cool because there's you know there's the little bamboo water garden. You sit outside in the there. garden there. We we I, I want to say this past time when we went, we went for ten days. I think we ate there three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it was a, uh, it you know. It is my favorite spot to eat. I've got. Yeah, it's it's a great place. And then you finish it up with a little cocky gory. Yeah, and, uh, and you're all and set. You're good to go. Good. All right. Um. So update on the Disney Skyliner system. As you know, the gondolas, but we have to call it the Skyliner because it's Disney. Um. They're all unwrapped and in full testing mode, and and really an imminent opening. Uh. No one knows for sure when. Um. But they're they're in full on testing. Some things that have popped up. Um. They are not air conditioned, as everyone knows, but they are uh, ventilated, cross ventilation for while they're moving. Passive, passive yeah, air con- conditioning. Yes, passive which air is an, an open window. Um, you know, they're tinted. Uh, we were there. I was actually there for the unveiling. Uh, if you if you follow us online, you'll see that we we were that we just happened to be lucky and they were there. Uh, the stations are coming along. The signage is up. There's two uh, tracks basically. One goes between Hollywood Studios and the I, I don't even know what we're calling that area. Transfer is a transfer station. But yeah, but like, what do we call like that? That Pop Century, um, Caribbean Our, Beach, Coronado Spring. Like, what is that? Is it Epcot? Isn't Res- that the Epcot no, Resort no, area? I thought the, well, I think it's part of the Epcot Resort yeah. area because I thought the Epcot Resort area too included like the boardwalk, but mm-hmm. but the, it goes from the Hollywood Studios over to that Pop Century, um, 
Caribbean Beach, Coronado Spring area, and then the other track goes to Epcot. So there's an MGM track and an Epcot track. Uh, one thing that there's been some talks about is if there's a problem on the system, how do they get you down? Uh, there's been photos and they've seen special testing of, uh, of a vehicle, a system that actually gets the people uh, down. So it is a, uh, they, uh, you know, it is a, a, a thing. An eventuality yeah. that they have to plan yeah, they have for. To, they have to plan for and get people out and do stuff like that. So uh, that's been done. You know, the the, the pictures, the, the cars themselves are pretty cool. You know, they're, they're different, different elements of all Disney. You know, the classic Mickey and Minnie to the Haunted Mansion, the Pirates to, to the Tower of Terror, Star Wars, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, pretty much everything in the Disney umbrella is in there. Right. Uh, so and with I'm, my luck, I'll get in the unmarked car. Right, right. I'm looking forward to it. I said to my wife, you know, I can't wait till we come back. We'll take a ride on it, check it out. Uh, the one thing that a lot of, again, us, you know, uh, us snobs in the DVC world, uh, you know, are complaining about is the foot traffic that it's going to bring to the International Gateway. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, you know, nestled between England and France at Epcot is the International Gateway. It's a, a second a- entrance to the park. And it's uh, for basically the Swan, the Dolphin, the Beach Club, and the Boardwalk. And, um, you know, now it, it's usually quiet. You get into the park real quick. There's not many people there. But the Skyliner is dumping everybody off at the International Gateway. They are already, you know, redoing the International Gateway to make it um, accommodate more people, to make it bigger. But those of us snobs in the DVC world are like, you know, that's our little perk. That's our, that you stay at these resorts. You get the, the perk of walking right in. Um you know, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they transform the gateway to handle the additional uh, additional p- traffic. Right. Were you guys uh, have they opened up the new entrance to Hollywood Studios while you guys were yes, there? The fact, we were, yeah, remember we were and it was. You talk about the magic of Disney. We went to Hollywood Studios on. I, I want to say it was like on a Tuesday, and we were there all night. We closed. We watched the Star Wars fireworks, and then we went back Thursday morning, and the front of the park was completely different. I, and and there was no like sign of it, like you know, it wasn't like, hey, they're gonna like we literally walked back in the morning to go for the park opening, and we were like, holy cow, like you have to walk into a complete different area. So for those of you familiar with the park, you came by like the Fantasia statue, and then you had the the security checks. All that's been pushed out farther. Uh, they made the entrance much bigger, more security checks. They're permanent now, like they're doing in the front of every park. Every, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it was pretty just neat that they did it. And, you know, 36 hours, they transform the entire right. front of the park. Yeah, I'll tell you, that that's one of the nice things about uh, being in Disneyland. Uh, and they've only, they've got so few entrances just to the two parks that the minute you enter downtown Disney, that's your security check. And Correct. then you go through no more security checks. Right. Uh, so it, it's kind of nice. Um, it would be nicer if they had some kind of all-inclusive security check uh, but you know it's tough when parks are spread out and you've got to get on buses and you're stopping and, and at resorts even like and I, 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 it's funny because the, you know the security checks they're, they're part of life they're no big deal I don't mind them the only thing that like I always one that drives me nuts is if you come from if you're in Epcot and you take uh, so to get to the monorail station in Epcot to get on a monorail you have to go through a security checkpoint no matter where so uh, ticket transportation center the resort hotels um, even to get on the monorail at the Magic Kingdom in Epcot, you've gone through the checkpoints. But if you take the monorail from Epcot, or from the, excuse me, from the Magic Kingdom, ticket and transportation there to Epcot, you have to go through security again. It's the only 
chink in the system, or you will, or if you will, if you're on it, uh, you have to go through security again. Which by then it's usually a little annoying because you've come from the Magic Kingdom, you got a million more things in the stroller, you're carrying more stuff. But uh, th- that I and I think you know with the redoing of Epcot, that the front of Epcot, that'll probably be uh, eliminated. Another thing that started while we were there is they started the the reimagining of the front of Epcot. Uh, the the Leave a Legacy monuments are moving out to the parking lot. Again, security checkpoints are being permanently installed and pushed farther away from the front of the park. So obviously, I think with that, you'll see the you know the monorail zone inclus- included into uh, the the security zone. One one can only hope. Yeah. Good. Um, Do you want to stick with Epcot since we're sure? Let's let's stick with Epcot. All right. So the Epcot project, as everyone's nicknaming it, as we know, and Epcot, we'll, we'll actually hit a couple rumors here too. Yes, Epcot will be. Uh, we're completely revamped in time for the, the, the big 50th anniversary of Disney World. And, um, again, the front reimagining of the entrance is a big part of it. You know, the, the progress they're making in the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, in the Ratatouille ride are incredible. Uh, you know, the show building is up for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, you know, the Ratatouille ride show building is up. They're working on interiors, so those opening... Uh, within the next year, the new restaurant, the space theme restaurant, they announced is opening in the fall. That'll be between Mission Space and Test Track. Um, you know, so Epcot's undergoing a rebirth um, right now, if you will. It's kind of the the last of the parts. You know, Animal Kingdom they did Pandora, then they did. Uh, well, actually, should say uh, it started with Magic Kingdom with the new Fantasyland, and then from there they did Pandora. Now they're on Hollywood Studios, and finally Epcot, and then they'll be all modernized and ready for the fifth park. We could only hope. Uh, there's been some rumors. I'll let Tony cover the rumors. All right. So the big rumor uh, last week was that uh, the land and uh, the Living Seas with Nemo and Friends pavilions would be closing. Um, normally, Disney does not address rumors. But uh, in this case, uh, they actually did come out and put, a, put out a press release to say that, uh, you know, that is that is not the case. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they underwent some type of modification right, uh, and and reimagining at some point. Um, but uh, the land uh, and and that are not going. You know, if if they're going to take out anything on that side of the park, take out the imagination pavilion. Well, put it back. Give us know. real figment. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just bulldoze it and start from from scratch. Right. Um, so yeah, so those are not going anywhere. No, and, and like we said, we normally don't talk about rumor because if you follow any Disney stuff on social media, there's a hundred rumors a day that you know they're bringing back Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. They're doing all this create, but this actually rumor gained such headway and, and such fan outcry that Disney actually commented on it. So that's that's the unusual part of that. Uh, Final thing on the list tone, right? Or is this the, we have the final thing? Do you have any more? Uh, well, I, I know on the on the movie side, um, uh, Avengers Endgame, you know, is is creeping up on Avatar for the number one box office of all time. Yes. Uh, last uh, uh, on Monday, uh, two days ago, uh, three days ago, uh, was the first time in the thirty nine days of release that Endgame made less than a million dollars in ticket sales. Uh, they actually dropped down to eight hundred and sixty thousand. They are at this point, uh, bear with me here one second. They are, I just had the story, they are still $70 million away from Avatar. Now, Avatar took, uh, I want to say that was like six months to get to that point. Endgame's been out for 39 days. 
chances are that it will make up that seventy okay. million dollars before you know it's out of the theater. I'm sure they're going to do like a re-release run. out of the theater, like you know, You're right? Like they got, a, they got a plan. Fourth of July weekend, yeah. come experience Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, but it is it is closing in on there. Uh, still has not uh, taken over the number one uh, box office spot domestically. Um, still, still number two there. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's gotta be, it, it's gotta take down, uh, Avatar, you know? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it's, it'll, it will, it's just a matter of time until Avatar 2 comes out. <laughs> wow. Avatar 2 might make $40. Right. Yeah. Everyone's like, remember that old movie Avatar? It's funny cause it was on TV the other day and, and I watched it and it's now 10 years old and, yeah. and I'm like, wow, the graphics are just like, so yeah, they look so shoddy. They're like so 10 years ago. Yeah. And uh, then I told Cheryl, I said, well, you know, get ready because Avatar 2, 3, 4, and yeah. what, 5 are getting ready to shoot and there's no interest. No, no, no. no. But they should probably just put 4 in that one. Considering that Avatar 2 was what's scheduled to be out in 2015, was supposed to be, was supposed to come out in conjunction with the opening of Pandora and it's just been stuck in pre-production and, and whatnot. So, so now the real last item on our news. All right, D twenty three coming up uh, in August. So that'll be uh, you know D twenty three is the Disney fan club. It's the official fan club. There are conferences in L A. and Anaheim at the Convention Center, right behind Disneyland, and that's where all the big news comes from. Are so you a D twenty three member? I am a D twenty three member. Yes. Uh, what what level? We're like a gold member. Family. Gold or gold family? Your gold, gold family. family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, gold fancy. family. So. Fancy. Yeah, I'm just gold because yeah. uh, it's extra money for the family. Yeah, I did the family thing. And we don't ever get the benefit of it. It seems like there's never any D23 events around here that, that yeah, we can I, do. I, I mean, no. sometimes they're in different cities, but... And I want to go to D23, the convention. I want to go bad, too, but... Some year. Some year. When One we, time. W- once again, uh, waiting for our press passes. Correct. We're waiting for our press credentials from Disney. If anybody from Disney ever listens to this, please, just we want once press credentials. <laughs> I mean, even if we have to get to the opening of a new bathroom, right. we're and okay it, with it, that. It, it doesn't have to be... A pair of press credentials. Right. We'll take one press credential, and and David and I'll swap in and, and out all day. Yeah, yeah. we're good. Yeah. You know, even if, like I said, if we make it to the opening of like a new bathroom, the, be... the, the, the debut of a new trash can. Correct. We're in. You know, we, that's what we would like. We might be the only group covering it. Yes, but we'll do it. So, all right. Uh, so D twenty three. What should we expect? So D twenty three. The big thing is supposed to be a lot more detail of the Epcot. Reimagination. Yeah, very, very much looking forward to that. And then I'm sure they'll drop a bomb or two that you weren't expecting. Yep, should be some news about a possible third Star Wars series um, on Disney Plus. Um, We'll probably get more detail related to the fiftieth upcoming fiftieth anniversary of Disney World. Would would hope to get some more detail on the boutique Star Wars hotel. Yes, I forgot about the Star Wars hotel. That is, I uh, I actually ended up there. Yeah. when we were coming into Disney World, I may have made a wrong turn and ended up right in the construction. <laughs> Did you make a well, wrong turn, well, or was that what the right actually turn? cracked me up? Was we ended up like right in the middle of Galaxy's Edge, a Star Wars hotel, and like we should not have been there. But not one person stopped. Like here comes a family minivan driving through the construction site, and nobody was like, "Oh, you're not supposed to be here." I said to Katie, "We might have to make this mistake later." When I have to like the GoPro and the cameras rolling, <laughs> right? You were able to get further. Uh, in Galaxy's Edge than you were Disney Studios. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. So, all right, that's it for news. Uh, as always, I'm David. And I'm Tony. And we're, and we're the two, two dudes, dudes talking, talking Disney. Disney.